What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Contact Sheet podcast. Just a quick one today. I actually had an episode recorded. I'm going to push it to next week because I wanted to talk a little bit about this topic today because it's something that has really been on my mind for a while now. It's something I've kind of immersed myself in and had a couple things that I wanted to share that hopefully will be useful to you all. And that is just talking about photo projects and direction. And it's something that, like I said, I've been thinking a lot about lately, but also that is an interesting point of conversation and and something that people have reached out to me, you know, recently to uh, ask some advice on and stuff like that. And I think often there's kind of two parts to it. I think some people are struggling to just find a direction with their work as a whole in terms of, you know, what they want to focus on, what subject matter interests them the most, stuff like that. And then I also think there's people who have kind of figured out what they like to shoot, but are maybe struggling with knowing which direction to go with it for, say, a project, if that's like a book or a zine or an exhibition or something like that. Basically trying to find a way to basically start making something meaningful of that work instead of just taking individual snapshots. And for me personally, I was working on my American Southwest stuff for the past three years. I am now in the process of starting to put that together into a book, which is really exciting, but it's something that I feel like I have a lot to learn about. And it's been a really kind of fun process to dig into photo books and learn more about other photographers' processes and stuff like that. And just basically start learning a lot about a side of photography that I I don't know a ton about. So it's been really kind of exciting in that way. But then also moving forward, you know, I'm over here in the UK now. I'm putting I'm putting the wraps on that previous work in the American Southwest and I'm starting to create some work over here. So it's kind of been this reset for me in terms of, you know, trying to discover what I want to focus on over here and which direction I want to go with things. So I've been thinking a lot about kind of projects, subject matter, stuff like that. And I recently picked up a book, and this is kind of what I want to talk about today. Actually, I didn't recently pick this up. I I recently started reading it. Uh, It's called Photo Work, and it's published by Aperture. This was actually recommended to me by Leah Francis, who was on the show back, I think, episode six. She told me to pick this up. I bought it right after we did our interview, and then it actually sat in a box here in the UK while I was back in Canada, and I just discovered it and remembered that I bought it, and I've been digging into it and absolutely loving it. Uh, So I want to share a couple things from this book today just in regards to photo projects. So what this book is, it's basically an interview with 40 different photographers and they're they're all asked the same, I, I think, 10 questions just when it comes to photo projects and bodies of work. And it's a really fascinating read. Like I said, I'm not done it yet. I think I've read about 10 of them. But what I love about this. And it's one of the things that's always kind of interested me the most. And one of the things I enjoy about doing this podcast is just learning more about other photographers' processes and learning about how they work. Because I think often it can help us relate to other people, maybe where we thought before that, you know, people have something figured out that we don't know yet, or, you know, have some special way of working that we haven't discovered yet. But what I love about finding out more about other photographers' processes is just being able to relate. And I find that that often can help kind of give us confidence to just get out there and work and stop overthinking everything when we realize that people are doing things in similar ways that we are. So that's one of the reasons I love this book. But I want to share three different answers, just really quick 
today uh, and talk a little bit more about projects and direction and stuff like that. And I, I did a video about this sort of recently on my YouTube channel. I think it was like three or four episodes ago, just talking about, you know, how to discover ideas and direction for photo projects. So this book and some of these answers made me think a little bit about that. And I'm going to kind of reference that a bit, but maybe the best place to start is just, you know, discovering and trying to find a direction for a new project. You know, people have reached out to me. Someone asked me, how do you know when a photo project is worth pursuing or not? And other people have asked me, you know, how do you even find out which direction to go with a specific project? And my answer, not again, that I'm an expert on this, but I always refer back to just intuition. I think a lot of the times it's really simple. You know, when you just go out somewhere, you're naturally attracted to certain things. And and if say I went to a certain location with another photographer, there's a good chance that we're going to photograph things very differently. And it's just going to be how we're attracted to a specific scene. So this first answer, this is from Robert Adams. And this is in relation to, to what I'm talking about. And this is just a really quick answer, but I love how simple it is. So the question here is what comes first for you, the idea for a project or individual photographs that suggest a concept? And he says, Thinking up a project and then making pictures that fit does not, in my experience, usually result in the best pictures. Most of the books I've published have started with just walking and photographing free of any plan. And <laughs> I love this answer. It's so simple, but it just makes so much sense. And I'm guilty of this in the past of just kind of overthinking things before I even go out and, you know, trying to figure out a direction for a specific project, just sitting at my house doing research. And as I kind of get further along in my career, I've, I found that ideas are often discovered while you're out working and when you create images. And it's often, you might create a specific image that might kind of solidify an idea or spark another idea and send you in kind of a more narrow path. So I just love this answer by Robert Adams. It's so simple, but just getting out and making images and then, you know, kind of analyzing those images afterwards and seeing where they take you and seeing what you discover from that. And I know for me personally, like I said, as I've been in the UK here, you know, starting to work on a new project, it's been the first time in about, say, the past three years where I've kind of started fresh. So it's been this really interesting learning experience and this really interesting test to figure out which way I want to go with things and, you know, find out what interests me over here and what I want to photograph and what I want to say with those images. So the past few months has really just been kind of about letting go, you know, not having too many expectations, just going out to areas. And, you know, I feel like I'm starting to get pretty clear with the direction for at least one project. And that all started just from going out to places that I thought were interesting. So very simple, just specific locations that I thought could be interesting and using that as a bit of a rough framework. And as I went to those places and created images, I started to create a couple images that, you know, sparked certain ideas and kind of narrowed that direction a little bit. And that now has given me guidance as I've started to go and create more images for this project. It's really helped kind of narrow things down and get even more clear with kind of the areas I choose to go and also kind of what I'm looking for there, you know, still staying very much with the, you know, intuition and seeing where that takes me, but, you know, having a little bit more of a clear idea of what I'm looking for. But I found in my experience that all came from just going out to these places and just making work, seeing what interested me, seeing what I focused on, and then kind of narrowing things down from there. So really loved this answer from Robert Adams. 
Okay, so next answer, this is from Gregory Halpern, and this just builds on what we're just talking about. This is the exact same question. What comes first for you, the idea for a project or individual photographs that suggest a concept? And I love his answer here. So he says, my answer to this is a little messy, but working through the messiness of that process is part of the joy of fumbling my way toward clarity. It may begin with an idea, but sometimes it's simply a hunch or a feeling or maybe it's an image or a small set of images, a phrase, if you will, that feels cohesive and unique, which sparks the desire for more. That set may have been made with a conscious intention in mind, but more commonly, it may simply have been the result of an un unconscious desire that found its way into existence through the process of making. So again, tying into what I just talked about, this idea of just going out and making the work and seeing where that takes you and analyzing afterwards. And <laughs> Like I said at the start, it's one of the reasons I love this book is just being able to read these responses from these photographers whose work I admire and just learning that the way that they approach these types of things is very similar to the ways that I'm often working and thinking are wrong, you know, and that leads to me, you know, coming home and trying to figure things out here, sitting at my desk doing research and stuff like that. So it's just it's almost like comforting to read these answers and be like, oh, so that's how it works for you. You don't have some special thing figured out that no one else knows about. It's just going out, putting in the time, making the work and seeing where it takes you. Okay, and last one I want to touch on. This is by Alex Soth, one of my favorite photographers. And this is a different question that he was asked here that I'm going to read out. So the question is, how do you know when a body of work is finished? And his answer is, this is a difficult question to answer. If photography were a true narrative art like filmmaking or fiction writing, you'd have certain narrative conventions like the feature-length film, the television program, the novel, the short story, etc. But photography functions more like poetry, and like contemporary poetry is usually free verse in nature. There are no standards for beginning, middle, and end. It's up to each photographer to create her own structure. And I absolutely loved this answer by Alec. And for me, it was like this light bulb went off. It was exactly what I needed to hear. You know, in my scenario, also being a filmmaker who's done some short documentary films, I've started to realize now that I have tried to carry that approach over to my photography work as I start to try and put together my first book and do some more project-based work moving forward. I've really tried to force this kind of beginning, middle, and end, these very apparent things into my work. And it's been, it was really cool to read that answer by Alec and hear him talk about this more poetic approach to a body of work. And for me, you know, one of the things that I'll often analyze when I'm looking at other artists' photo books and stuff like that is, you know, the images that they've chosen to start their book or to open it or the images that they've chosen to end. And I'm I'm often personally looking for these very kind of specific standout in your face, this is an opening, this is a, a closing image. And often it's not like that. And I've, and I've started to wonder why. And it was cool to read that quote by Alec and realize that, yes, you know, photography doesn't have to be this very structured story like a film or a TV show or something like that, where it has this arc. It can be a more poetic approach. And I know for me personally, that's given me a lot to think about as I start to assemble some work and create some new work moving forward. So yeah, just absolutely love that one. But overall, those are kind of three of my favorites so far. Like I said, I haven't finished this book yet. I've I think I've read about 10 
interviews, but it's just full of some gems in here. And I feel like it's such a valuable read. So I'd highly recommend it. If you want to check it out, it's called Photo Work. It's published by Aperture. I'm pretty sure I picked it up on Amazon and it was, you know, pretty affordable. It's not the biggest book, pretty simple read, but um, I feel like it's publications like this that just hold so much knowledge in it. And it's just relatable things that we can take and not even apply. It's like I said, it's things that for me, I'm already doing, but it's reassurance to know that other photographers, especially ones who are successful photographers that I look up to, it's, yeah, it's just reassuring to know that this is the way that they work as well. So yeah, check it out. It's definitely a good one. That's all I got for today. Just a quick episode, but I wanted to talk about this just because I think it's, it's an interesting topic. It's an important topic and it's something that I feel like I'm kind of on this journey to discover and learn as much as possible about just, you know, project-based work and really analyzing and trying to learn as much as possible about how other photographers approach their portfolios. So yeah, anyways, just want to say thank you for listening. And oh, one more thing. I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I recently released an email series that I sent out bi-weekly. It's called Field Notes. So I just sent out issue two. And these are just an email series where I put out kind of exclusive content. Could be about process, about creativity, about technique, just experiences that I've had. All the stuff that I kind of don't post anywhere else. And it's just a way to, you know, try and give some more value and send out some more content for you folks. So if you want to check that out, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can also head over to my website, kmcdougall.ca to sign up. They go up bi-weekly, hopefully going weekly at some point. But yeah, if you're interested, it'd be cool if you checked it out and signed up. But yeah, want to say, as always, thank you for listening, for all the support, all that kind of stuff. And I'll talk to you soon.